Look at Talk, brand new episode, starts now. Welcome everybody who's listening to this podcast from all around the world, to the man, to the one, the only, the Look at Talk podcast. Remember, the more you drink, the better we sound. I'm your man, Victor, and today, joining me, this brother, he's the host of the No ID podcast, and he's a comedian. It's the brother, Mr. Rome Davis, is in the house. How you doing tonight, Rome? All right, how you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. I hope you've been, hope you're feeling good. I hope you had a great week, man. It's been, I know it's been crazy out here, but hey, we hanging in there. <laughs> we we hanging in there. Man, gas prices, they they going crazy. World, world, we're at war. People talking about dumb shit on social media, man. It's crazy, <laughs> man. Gas, $42 a gallon. Student loans might be going back into it. We got to start paying for student loans. Yeah, I feel you, man. This shit crazy. Man, the perfect solution for gas would be to make hybrid cars affordable, but they ain't trying to do that. I'm like, can y'all at least cut us a subsidy or something to help us out? My goodness. That'd be the easiest solution to get everybody a hybrid damn car. Facts. Facts. I don't know. Plus, Biden pushing for everybody to come back to work, and gas went up as soon as he made that announcement. So, I'm like, that don't make, okay, that was just pure stupidity on his part. Like, why are you talking about some, everybody need to come back to work when the gas is through the roof? Man, <laughs> I put $30 in my tank. I'm like, a few months ago, it would have filled it up. But now it's like, we're kind of like, give me some more, nigga. I'm like, come <laughs> on. Oh, shit. <laughs> I used to put a teaspoon of gas in my shit. I don't know what I can do now, man. That's that wish factor. Damn. Your car, like shit. I need more than a teaspoon. Like, God damn it! <laughs> and I'm, and that's the one thing I do hate about it is the fact that we have gotta go back to work now, and now we having to drive. And like, and now gas want to go up. Like, why y'all can have this back when everything was shut down? It's all about the money, brother. I, I can tell you, man. Shit, everything about the dollar bill is supply and demand. You demand us to go back to work. You got to supply us with the gas. And gas is high. It is high as hell. I thought shit was going left when Taco Bell started selling chicken wings. Oh, yeah. That should, that should have been an instant red flag. <laughs> a goddamn taco place serving some damn wings. <laughs> yeah, that that's when things should have been like, <laughs> what the fuck? A taco place serving wings. I ain't never, I ain't tried them damn wings. I don't even think, I don't even think they even had them at Taco Bell's down here. They had them here. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that raccoon meat was, it was good. You know what I mean? For five dollars. Damn, bro said it. He said it was raccoon meat, but he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. Hey, let's get into it, man. Let's talk. Talk to me about your podcast, the No ID Podcast. What is it all about, man? It's about nothing. That's why it's called No ID. Pod, no ID will give you like a variety. You may get a conversation about dating finance. You may get a celebrity. You may get a porn star. You may get a dominatrix. You may get a sex worker. It it just it's all over the place. That's why it's called No ID because we don't it don't stick to like that one. That one topic, we it's all over the place. There's no judgment here, so no ID. If y'all check it out, y'all think I'm bullshitting. Vic saw the the, ad, mm. the, the page. <laughs> it's no bullshit. Hey, 
It's no bullshit. He, he ain't even lying. But I'm starting to think that's all podcasts, but we just don't want to recognize it because you say you're do your relationship-based podcast, but you're talking about everything, man. <laughs> that's true, man. That's, that's just the man, because you know, Yeah, because you know when us black podcasters come together, we just, the conversation just starts and it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so tell me, what got you into podcasts? What made you say, I want to start a podcast? Man, I had an open mic, and it was this lady that heckled me three weeks straight, sat in the same seat. I'm like, well, damn, I can't finish my joke. So I roasted her one day. I, I came back at her. She said something, and I said, yo, your legs are like two rolled up sleeping bags, and they cut my mic off. Damn, they cut your mic off for roasting her? Yeah, I roasted her back. It's like the Virginia, Virginia crowd is weird. You know, you get like people that want to be churchy, but they still want you to be nasty in the same aspect. So, like, they cut the mic off. Me and my homeboys started a podcast called The Defiant Ones that lasted two episodes. Um, then I got no ID. That's how it happened. Damn, wait, two episodes? How did it just last two episodes and that's it? Man, when you're working with, it was three, it's, it's four comedians working together. But the thing that happened was one of my homeboys, he already had a podcast, but he was still helping us with ours, so he was running two, right? I went out and bought a microphone and some equipment from No ID. I was going to start that podcast, but I still was going to do the Defiant Ones. Another, the, the main person that came with the idea for the podcast felt some type of way because I went out and bought a microphone and some equipment. And I was like, you know what? For all those listening, I don't argue with nobody. I ain't going to try and please you or nothing. I'm like, fuck you. So I was like, eh. The second episode, he had his feeling. He was in his feelings about me doing that stuff. I'm like, you could, like, I could have used the equipment at your house and then record my podcast at my house. I'm like, it's, there's nothing. But he was like, nah, you shouldn't do that. I think you don't want to be with the group no more. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. So the Defiant Ones broke up. Three of us still talk, communicate every day. The other one that got upset about me getting the equipment and the microphone. That. That's the stupidest reason I've heard a podcast breaking up, man. Over some fucking equipment? There, there had to be more to it, man. There, there had to be more uh-huh. to it that was just leading up to it. Over some equipment, bro? Over some equipment, bro. No bullshit. <clears throat> there had to be something underlying of something that minuscule. That, and also, what it tells me is he his heart wasn't really in it with y'all. Exactly. Because... Because something that minuscule should not break up a podcast, a platform, just because a mic. Come on now. What happens if we need to come to your house? What What happens if something happens at your house where the internet gets knocked out and we got to come to your house? Exactly, bro. Niggas that, people don't understand that shit, bro. Like, when you're doing comedy, it's a one-man show. So that could have been it, too. And I was getting a little bit of fame and recognition out there, man. And um, when we was going to like acting in comedy class with each other, he was like the golden child. Oh man, y'all go him, see him, see him, da da da. Let him go. He he's good. He's funny as shit. 
I go up there, hey. okay. So I said, fuck it, let me just do my own thing. So it is what it is, man. I wish Buddy nothing but the best in whatever he is doing in life. So fuck it. The, the defined ones is that. I mean, we had like all Joseph said, we had this one skit <coughs> where we shot. Because I'm a man of my word, I showed up and did it. It was called Jebediah's Gentrified Soul, where the neighborhood was getting gentrified, but he was making organic chitlins. It was the most niggerish shit I've ever done in my life, bro. It was horrible. Man, Um, that sounds niggerish, dog. That just (laughs) sounds niggerish. (laughs) Organic, gluten-free chitlins. I was like, nah, man, this shit. That don't even... That don't even sound right. Organic, gluten free. That don't even sound right, man. Like there are some things that just should just not be gentrified. <laughs> that's that fucking skit. I don't know where that skit is at. It's not on YouTube no more. But I'm like, yo, if I ever make it big, I got a feeling that shit gonna come out. Like honestly, I also feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I, I've had some skits that back in my college days I put on YouTube. I deleted it, but I, I'm like, I bet these motherfuckers probably still have it in some. Some vault to pull out when I when you make it. <laughs> so talk to me about the yeah. So talk to me about the comedy scene because I had a friend of mine who was doing comedy down here. You know what I'm saying? So he was good and he did his thing. So, but the one thing I did notice because I go to open mics with him and I noticed that I I see some people up there. I'm like, you wish just sit down because you're probably about to go to sleep. So what what what's it about the comedy scene, man? <laughs> Oh man, uh, it's an open mic, so you expect a, we, we expect a bomb, because uh, we're trying out new shit that was in our head. So uh, open mics, well, shit, before COVID, bro. Oh god, I was at open mic seven days out of the week. I was at least probably like four days out of the week, and on Fridays I try to hit up like two or three. But um, COVID shut it down. So we had to move over to virtual open mics. I was like, ah, I don't know if you ever did a vir- like some virtual boy that you don't get no response. You just shit up. Yeah, look, <laughs> look, I already don't like fuck with virtual meetings, like for jobs. So I'm pretty sure not too many people are fucking with the virtual open mics. I didn't even know they had virtual open mics. Yeah, man, they do. It was Zoom mics. It was Zoom mics. And it wasn't until Michael Kyer did my podcast and he got in my ass about saying I don't want to do virtual mics. He got in my ass about not doing them. So I just been going virtual all day. And then I found out about this app called a live show app. And they actually get like a curtain call and give you a time and they got like little claps and shit to help. But the Mics are back open now. It's just a matter of you going out there if you want to feel comfortable. Because now you got to either, you know, pray that nobody did something crazy on the mic. But you got to get a microphone cover that looks like a condom. Or you bring your own mic to your own sets. But I love mm. it. I love stand-up, though. I, I wouldn't trade it in for the world. Man, that's real. That's real that you're passionate about something. I, I can tell you loved it. If you go on seven days out of the week, I'm like, damn. My ass, I, I need a day to rest, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Lord took a day to rest, so shit, I'm going to take a day to rest. <laughs> Your ass going seven days out the week. I'm like, when the hell do you rest if you going seven days out the week? 
There's no time, bro. This shit here, man. Do it all the time. If you take a, a week off, a month off, your timing off, your pace off, like everything. So you got to get them reps in. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym, boom. You go for three months straight. You take a month off. You got to start from scratch. You know, I, I kind of feel that way about about podcasting. But see, the thing is, about podcasting, it was easy. Like when I took some time off, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't do this. I was fumbling to get back on the mic. But then it's like, Sometimes you need that rest, but, you know, sometimes you're just passionate about it. So I, I totally feel you because I'm the same way about podcasts. I keep going, keep going. Everybody like, why you got so many episodes? Like, Shit, I just keep going. Y'all exactly. motherfuckers just taking breaks and stuff. So I was like, there's everybody somebody to talk to, you know? Yeah, shit. Like, I, I checked the podcast, your podcast out, man. Just keep going, bro. That's all I'm going to tell you. Have fun with this shit. Fuck it. Man, Fuck we, it. shit, we here, dog. We here and we having fun with it, bro. So, what's your most embarrassing moment at the comedy scene, man? Besides, man, getting in your ass about not doing a virtual open mic. Bro, I farted. What? On the mic. He farted on the mic. Not on the mic, actual mic, but I was at an open mic. And it was at a comedy club. It was at the Funny Bone here, man. And it was open season. I mean, it was already a bad open mic. They had this drunk white lady, bro. She pulled her pants down, showed her panties. Um, it was joking on her. And I get up there, man. I started telling a joke. And I I tried to ad-lib some shit. And I just said, <clears throat> And I knew who was ever close on that stage heard it. It was a hard one. I was like, God damn. Oh, damn. Oh, like, damn, myself, I hope I ain't shit myself because I'm, I'm too old to be shitting on myself. So I end up getting off the mic. I cut my set short. It's like, you, you got, you seem like you got more jokes. I was like, I ain't, I ain't got no more jokes. I go in the bathroom, I check, and I'm like, Lord, I ain't do it. I was so happy. My stomach was towed up. Probably them damn, but I, I usually eat Taco Bell before I go perform. I ain't eat that shit since outside of chicken wings. Why the hell? Wait, wait, you eat Taco Bell before you go perform? <coughs> of all the shit you can eat, you eat, you couldn't go to Chipotle, you couldn't go to no uh, authentic taco spot, you had to go to Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Come on, man. <laughs> I was asking for it, bro. You, you damn sure was asking. I'm like, <laughs> of all the places you go to, Taco Bell, taco you know Bell. Taco Bell's gonna give you the business. They worked my dumb ass. So if you heard that little engine back there, I don't know if you heard that. That's how the yeah. fart went. That's how my fart went. Like it was like a hard shit. Oh damn! So I bet the people close enough probably heard that shit. They were like, "Oh shit!" They started <laughs> cracking on you even harder. Yeah, man, it's what it is, bro. Hey, but at least you live to tell about it, you know. So because some people they'll have an embarrassing moment in comedy, and they might not ever go back on the mic. It's brutal, bro. It is brutal. Look at me. Do I look like a comedian? I look like I just fixed somebody's computer at the Geek Squad last week. You know what I mean? Like I do not look like I'm funny. So it is what it is. It's open season hey, on my little ass. Shit, listen. Looks are deceiving, man. <laughs> shit. And I'm over here looking like a damn football player, but I'm like, shit, hey, my football days behind me. I ain't trying to get CTE now, y'all. You know? <laughs> So get back to your podcast, man. 
what made you keep going with it? Because it's like, I know having the story of how you guys split up, that makes somebody, because I've heard people have the stories, the smallest things will make somebody quit. So what made you keep going with your platform? The, the shock. The shock value. Um, I started audio first, just strictly audio. Then I went audio video because I got one of my favorite comedians, Nora Davis, up there. And I was like, well, damn, if I get Nora Davis, who else can I get? Or who else can I, you know, shot with? So they just kept a span. I was like, well, damn, I ain't, ain't no point in me giving up now. Like, if I stop now, why not? I've had people, like, leave comments on my YouTube, which probably gets, like, four or five views per video. I, I don't even know the watch time, but they be like, oh, man, this shit is so dope. It's such a good, interesting conversation. I'm like, all right, cool. Somebody listening to it. So one person listened to it. I may as well just keep going on with it. You never know. Never know. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I feel you on that YouTube thing. Like, you know, as I said, I'm going to keep going on YouTube. You have those one or two comments that, like, hey, you got a dope platform. Keep going. And I'm like, shit, that's all you need to just tell yourself to keep going because, hey, somebody out there rocking with you, you know what I'm saying? So. Somebody rocking with your shit, so you always got to keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you don't know, now you know. The more you drink, the better we sound. We got a comedian in the house, y'all. Um, so talk to me about talk to me about the comedy industry. What's some advice do you give to young comedians? Write everything down that comes in your head. If you don't write it down, get a voice recorder and hit up every mic possible, whether it's virtual or in person, never give up. You don't know who out there listening and laughing to you. Plain and simple. That's real. That is some real advice for anybody doing anything, whether it's comedy, whatever the hell you're passionate about. Y'all keep going. Let's do it, y'all, because we're trying to take over in the 2022 and the 2023, y'all. All right, Mr. Rom, I got to put you on the spot, man. I'm gonna ask you like four questions, four random questions. Hey, don't I hope you don't plead the fifth because I've had some guests on, none of them plead the fifth. So <laughs> I'm gonna draw from a deck of cards. I'm gonna pull four cards. I'm okay. asking the question that goes with it. So the first one I got, all right, we got the eight of spades. Oh shit, we saw you off the sex question. Oh shit, here we go. All right. What is the best thing a man, a woman can do to you in the bedroom? Give me a towel. Give you a towel? Yeah, like the wipe off. Somebody, you got to get the towel all the time. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you finish, you like, all right, get a towel. You roll over and then you, you got to get a towel for her, a towel for you. Like, no, I want somebody to get me a towel. Shit, that's like the, the best thing. A matter of fact, if you really want to dig deep into this shit, if you're riding dick, don't ride it two, three times, and he said, oh, I'm tired. I don't want you to just lay on your back or lay on your stomach while I'm back there clapping your cheeks. That shit is so annoying. Move around. Shit, entice me a little bit. Man. Agreed, agreed. Ladies, you heard, you heard the man. Hey, listen, because it's nothing like having a woman just lay there and you gotta do all the work. Motherfucker, is you alone? <laughs> shit. Help a brother out here. Let me know what's going on. All right. Next one we got. Here we go. Next one coming is the six. This is the six of clubs. 
us to with that question. Says we're gonna take it to the club. All right, what is one thing that somebody could do to make you lose your temper? Damn, I'm like pretty even chill. Say some stupid shit. Okay. Say some stupid shit. So I guess when so have you heard a comedian say some stupid shit while on the mic? And you're just like, what the fuck? I heard yeah, or say some racist shit. Like they've said some racist shit. Like it's been some white cats that dropped some racist shit on a um on a um on they set, so yeah, I didn't hear it, but you can't go up there and go swing and knock their heads off. But then it says some racist shit and then come up like, yeah, man, I killed that fucking set. I'm like, no, you about to get killed today. Bruh, I'm in Florida, so I know how you feel, man. <laughs> I've heard um, a friend of mine, a comedian friend of mine, took me these small spots, small spots, and I've heard some shit. I'm like, bruh, did you just hear that shit? <laughs> did, did you just hear that? What, I, what the fuck I heard? But he was chill about it, so I said, you know what? I'm going to ride with you. You're going to be chill about it. I'm going to be chill about it, too. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. You got two more questions. All right. The next one coming is the six of hearts. All right. The six of hearts. Ooh, another sex question. <laughs> At what age did you lose your virginity? 13. Oh, damn. He started off quick. <laughs> he wasn't 13. playing around. 13. I don't think I even told her I was a virgin. I think she could have told by the way I was trying to do that shit that you seen online. I was like 13 years old. And she was 15, but she was a little slow because we was in the same class with each other. Hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> have, you, have you heard from her as an adult? Uh, Years ago. I know she had like three or four kids. And don't worry, anybody listening, that man's. <laughs> All right, my brother, the last question for you. Oh, you got the Ace of Diamonds. Have you ever wanted to travel back in time? And if so, which era would you want to go to? Shit, I wouldn't go nowhere past the the, 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 the 90s or the 80s. Because shit, we was called niggas. <laughs> we was called niggas back then. I'm good. So I, I go to the 90s, 95, the early 90s, late 90s, right before Y2K. That seemed like yeah. a dope era. The fashion and shit coming back, too. That's when black television was prominent. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Black television was prominent. We were lawyers. We were presidents. We were everything. I don't know what the hell we got going on now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no comment, man. I'm going to focus on getting rich quick instead of taking that time trying to get to the money. And focus on everybody else's shit when we just need to focus on ourselves. I don't know. I can get real political and pro black up here and I can get real funny, man. I, I this shit is crazy. I don't know. No, I, I feel you. All is welcome because hey, I can get pro black right with you. So I feel you, you know. Man. But ladies and gentlemen, man, I appreciate you sticking it out and not pleading the fifth. So far, no one has pleaded the fifth. So guess what? Everybody listening, y'all don't have to take some shots. Hey, take some shots if you want to because this, this is a great conversation. And this is Look at Talk, so go ahead and take your shot. But we're not going to make you take the shot. So let's get into some things, you know. what? Let's get into some topics, man. What do you feel about men being threatened by men, another other men in relationships? Like, say you're in a relationship with a woman and you always tell this woman, no, she can't go see, 
see her sibling or when you get mad when she goes see her god cousins or god friends or god family members or even close friends that she's known for years, known before you come in the picture. What do you think about these beta ass men? I'm like, I'm gonna let you talk and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in. Uh, he's insecure. They're insecure with themselves. They ain't confident with themselves first. You know what I mean? Like, your girl can have male friends, hang out with male friends. Mine's can. So I don't, I'm not tripping about that. I could care less. As long as she don't cross that line, we good. Um, so most of the dudes, they be like, damn, I, I had a situation like that where I had a female friend and the dude would call her. Like, Eric family, what you doing? What, what Rome doing? Uh, y'all can meet up there together. I'm like, bruh, chill. All right? It's cool. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. They're just insecure. And plus, you know, they probably did some dirt, too, to that to oh. that old lady. You know what I mean? So they, I believe in karma. So what you put in is what you get out. They didn't did some dirt. So they figure, all right, I did. I did this. So he... Johnny from up the street gonna do the same thing uh, with my girl. You know what I mean? But that, that's that's they they done did some dirt and they got some insecurity somewhere. Cause if you putting it down with your old lady in the sheets and you putting it down like in the house, y'all y'all got a good foundation with each other. She ain't gonna step out. Exactly. She she, she she's out. not gonna step out. She is gonna stay there and be loyal. And also, and I've seen someone be loyal to the motherfuckers who ain't even doing all that. And then they still giving them hell. I'm like, seriously? You really a beta-ass male if you feel threatened by somebody's family or, you know, I'm like, seriously? You ain't putting it down. You ain't doing something right if you gotta feel the need to be like, no, anytime you hang out with them, I'm gonna be hanging out too. No, that's complex for all that. You know what I'm saying? So, because one thing you gotta understand is you got to have, you got to let your spouse have a life outside of you. Because if you don't, the relationship is going to get toxic. It's going to be shit. Because y'all going to get tired of each other. Facts. Facts. And I feel like it's a lot of men out here that don't realize that shit. Because I still see it on Mario. I was watching Mario the other day. I was trying to still come home. They showed the men being abusive and stuff. The men controlling their women. I'm like, my nigga, are you that insecure about yourself that you got to dictate to your woman? Who she can and can't hang out with. You got to control her every move. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> low self-esteem. And low self-esteem on both parts. If like the if your girl is allowing you to do that. Allowing you to control. She got low self-esteem. You definitely got low self-esteem. And she got some insecurities too. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it real. That's low self-esteem and insecurity. That's, that's some low shit. Bro, I could that not, really is. I, see, I just don't get it. I, you know, I ain't saying I'm perfect in any relationship. I have female friends. My, my old lady, she got fem- she got male and female friends, and whatever the case may be. I just don't get the shit. Like, you could be platonic without trying to smash. I have a lot of female friends that I did not try and smash. Believe me. I ain't even trying to fuck up whatever I got going on for my old lady. You know what I mean? I'm secure yeah. myself. Yeah, and me, personally, as a single man, I'm secure myself, too. It's like I got plenty of female friends that, hey, you know what I'm saying, that if I did get in a relationship, they know what time it is. They already know. It's like, 
And a lot of them, it's like, and to my people out there who trip about long-term friendships, if they wanted to fuck, they probably would have fucked years ago. So if they're friends for 10 or 12 years and they haven't did nothing, you might as well believe them, you know what I'm saying? Because if it was meant to happen, it would have been meant to happen. But also getting back to the control freaks, man, it's like, we got to do better if we're going to be, you know, control freaks. Because I've seen some people be in a relationship, but not doing everything, but still have their fuck ups. Like, you want this girl to be patient with your fuck up, but yet you want to dictate to her who she can and can't hang out with. This is not enough. And another thing with us men, what do you think about all these men that be on social media judging the hell out of women bodies? Why the fuck you always got something to say about a woman body? If you can't give her a compliment, why can't you shut the fuck up? You said it. You hit it right on the head. I don't, I don't get that shit. I really don't. You sitting out here judging somebody about their body and you built like the letter T. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's some bit that's that's some bit shit. That, that's that, that man. She she what's the one? She too short for me. Or Shawty got a stretch marks or something like. That. I'm like yo, you don't know. She didn't had kids and everything. And a lot of women do snap back from having kids. There's nothing wrong with that shit. That mom bod, God, that's some sexy shit. Oh my God, that thickness. But I ain't gonna judge you. I am not gonna judge you. But like, that's some ain't got nothing better to do. And the ones that's judging probably popping it all to the pictures that they are judging on anyway. So what's the purpose? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Because I've been hearing a lot of men be saying stuff about women getting their bodies done and stuff. Only thing I would say is dumb. Only thing I would say is better watch yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because I've heard some stories about how some women years later down the line had to be end up in the hospital because they fucked, they had to maintain it. So only thing is I feel like, hey, you're beautiful dude, just the way you are. You don't need to do that. But you got some men out here, they be cheering you, hey, go get it done. I'm like, bro, you want her to kill herself. Facts. And also go ahead. My bad. I just had a conversation with somebody that had that silicone in their body. And they just got it removed because they was having some complications. You damn near almost died. I know you see them BBLs. The lady was up there telling somebody it's the worst pain she ever felt. I'm like, why would you even let somebody go in there and go put some, uh, put whatever fucking injection into you, some tire inflation injection to your butt for like, for what? For what, Shelby? It's like, you're beautiful. what? Yes, you're beautiful because. And please don't let it be for no man because, um, because I've seen men with women with fat asses. Hey, they those some of those unloyal men they cheat too. <laughs> Let's just keep it honest, because if you with the wrong, if you with the right man, the right man ain't gonna cheat. But hey, I've seen some ones they get cheated on too, and they get treated, they get done wrong too. Big facts, big facts. So I hope I hope to, to people that are considering it. Get it for yourself if you don't get it. Don't be trying to get it for no man. Because, research that shit, too. Yes, yes, please research that shit because I've seen the facts and it's just, it's not pretty. It's damn sure not pretty. Now, I do got to, um, now I know your last episode, y'all did talk about Kevin Samuels. And I was like, how are you feeling about him? Because it's like, 
sometimes I'm just like some of them women they bring it on them damn self. Kevin Samuels is saying the same thing that a woman has said. He's saying the same shit that the city girls were saying, that the Sukihana's been saying. He's saying the same shit. Because most of these girls, they want a man with this type of... I don't know if you ever been on any of these new dating profiles. These girls got some high fucking expectations. There's nothing Hello. wrong with having standards. But it, he must have make $60,000 a year, own house, nice car, no kids. Okay. Now, I bring that to the table. You make 40000 a year. You don't have a car. You have three kids. You need to match whatever you're trying to put out there. You understand what I'm saying? Like I think Bro, I he, talk to these people. I think he's honestly saying the same shit. And when yeah, when these girls put up there that they want a six foot dude, two hundred pounds, all muscle lean, that's the same shit that he's saying about y'all. Playing the same shit y'all saying about us is the same shit he's saying about y'all. Now these women that are going up here, they know his reputation. They've seen the videos. They know what he gonna do. Are you going up there for clout? Are you going up there to get because it's stage? Because he paying you? Like what? You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with Kevin Sam because I saw Kevin Samuels get at a dude one time. He literally asked the dude, "You guys can look this shit up." He was like, "Do you have a big dick?" I saw. I saw that one. You talking about? <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> that one like. Oh shit! He not be fucked with. He he clearly don't give a fuck if he asking a, a nigga that. Uh, yeah, this this man is. Hey, you may not like his uh, delivery, but you gotta listen to his message. Yeah, you gotta listen to the whole message because I think that's where people they fuck up as they don't listen to the whole message. They don't listen to everything he's saying and stuff. So they 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 listen to the viral moments and they want to go in like, oh, he did see that. But if you watch the whole clip, he going in and this is what he does. This is what he does. He gets at men and women. I think the who you control is the media controls the narrative. So the ones that's putting out those viral clips, you always see him putting down a woman. You may see a couple of clips when he's putting down a man, but he's making sense. Why are you withstanding? consensual sex if you have five kids now you want to be a virgin mary why are you telling me that i have to be a certain height and you're shorter than me mm-hmm. why are you telling me i have to be a certain weight and you're bigger than me you know what i'm saying why are you telling me i gotta shower and spend money on you on gifts while you're hollering that you're independent you can't play both fields. This isn't United Negro College Fund. I'm not putting you on no fucking scholarship. I'm not paying for all that shit. Why are you doing all that? But you can't do the same thing for me. You feel what I'm saying? Just because you give me a couple of... Just because you give me sex a couple of times out the week, just because you cook a meal or you give me some peace, does not mean I got to turn over my whole fucking paycheck for you, my whole existence in life, for you, I'm gonna 
this true shit. I, I actually need to put this in a joke because I've been trying to tune it out. I have one chick legit, that same shit I just said about the dating profile and everything. That's a fucking true story. She had three kids. I have none. Uh, I work for the government until I actually get the comedy shit taken off. She worked for, she was with an unemployment agency. Did she lose her job? No, she got fired from doing some stupid shit. I had a car. She didn't. I had my own house. She stayed with her mother and her cousins and her kids. She told me that I was too short, um, too nerdy. I said, okay, no problem. I appreciate it. We keep it pushing. Eventually, this chick let me hit. I don't know why she let me hit, but I think she just went through a drought. So after we hit, this bitch hits me up on Cash App and sends me an invoice for four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Now, some people will get mad at me when I say this. I didn't get four hundred dollars worth of pussy. Maybe four dollars. It wasn't that. <laughs> but not no four hundred. Hey. I don't. That's like involuntary prostitution. So, you know, that's just, that's how it go. That's, 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 that's the dating world that we live in. The dating world, the dating pool has piss in it. There's that chocolate payday that day they talked about it next Friday. It has piss and shit in it. And you just got to find a way to scoop it out and find whatever the hell you're trying to do. Bruh, I fucking relate to you, bruh. It's like, <laughs> I, I've had some women tell me you can't handle a woman with kids. Well, of course I don't know how to handle what the fuck you expect. I ain't got no kids of my own, so and also and listen, and you tell me I can't handle a woman with kids, but a woman with three kids at least gave me the pussy. You just gave me hell. They the one with three kids at least gave me the pussy. You know what I'm saying? At least the one with and you know and I see why going through the dating pool, going through the dating scene, you start to lose sympathy for people that go on Kevin Sanders show. It's like you see why he go in. And you start to lose sympathy. So I say all that. Say I'm learning that we got to know our value as men. We got to know our fucking value as men. Because we got to know what the hell we bring to the table. And we got to know our value. Because you know what? Hell, we can we can do selfish because women are doing the same thing. Because I had a chick tell me one time. She was like, oh, if you would have had, I don't know if I could do a man with kids. But yeah, you got all your little homegirls out here. They got kids. But they looking for a man. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't put up with a woman or a man with kids. See, these double standards and dating scene, they just don't add up, bro. No, they don't. They don't. I don't fucking get it. I, I don't fucking get it. I don't know what happened. I don't know. And ladies, I believe in paying half. I pay rent. You pay the small bills. I'm still going to clean up. And everything I can't cook, so I'm just that's a red flag. But we go out to eat. I'm not taking to no fucking expensive restaurant. I'm not gonna pay for your nails. I'm not gonna buy you no expensive ass bag because my whole opinion being where how I work, where I work in the industry that I'm in, if your bag costs more than what you got in your bank account, you shouldn't have that fucking bag. Hello, hello, and also, and I'm I'm of the belief too. If you do it for me, I'll do it for you. Meaning, like I said, if you do, if you, and also, can and also, you guys, still, can you provide a shit for yourself? You know what I'm saying? 
Can you do all those things you want for yourself? Can you take the trips for yourself, you know what I'm saying, if you didn't have a man supporting you? Can you do all that? And also, remember this, too. What you ain't want to do, another woman will do, you know what I'm saying? They out there. Just got to find them. They out there, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where they at. They hiding, but they out there. Start calling us broke when we say we ain't getting no money. You ask me for money. Don't do that. Yes. No, yes. Fellas, respect your woman, though. Respect your woman, though. And also, you got to learn to respect the man's opinion because I remember I, I got clowned on Twitter because I said I wouldn't take nobody on no damn $200 date. They're like, oh, you broke-ass nigga. No, I'm logical with my money, you know what I'm saying? Why the hell am I about to spend $200 on a damn date when I don't even know if I'm going to see you again? Facts. Big facts. And also, yes, $200 can pay a damn bill. And also, you know, it's like the really rich people, those motherfuckers don't even spend $200 on a damn meal. They're fucking out and Taco Bell like the rest of us, you know what I mean? They asses <laughs> probably pulling up and they, they might have a nice car, but they, they had the Popeyes and stuff. They can make more out of nothing. And I see where people are broke because they want to live this lavish lifestyle, but they don't want to work for it. Mm-hmm. They want you to supply them with this lavish lifestyle that they can't get themselves. Big so I, I totally feel you on this dating scene. And I've done the podcast with some ladies and they feel the same way about the dating scene. I'm like, you know what? 2022, the dating scene has got to get better at some point. I'm like, my goodness. I don't know what's it going to take, man. I, I just don't know because I, I went on a date a few days ago. I'm like, you know what? This chick, energy dead and stuff. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm throwing my hands up with you. And it's like, and I know your ass tested me. I know this chick tested me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fail it. I'm going to intentionally fail because I'm just not feeling you, you know? So. Big facts. So what do you think, man? What do you think has to happen for this dating scene to get better? Get off social media. Honestly, okay, that would definitely help. Get off social media. Stop letting everybody in tell you everything. Stop comparing yourself or looking at these fucking celebrities or influencers. That's getting expensive shit, getting new cars for Valentine's Day or their birthdays or whatever. Because I'm going to be honest with you, most of them get that shit for free. So them, you liking the post is you liking a commercial or ad that it they didn't got paid for, excuse me. Just stay off social media. If you stay off social media, I promise you your mental be clear. And but you know, we content creators, so we got to stay posting some shit. Yeah, we do. I just I so, just had to post some shit now. That's why I was looking down at my phone. And when I started doing scrolling, and what do I start seeing? Buddy trying to what is his old lady a, a car for a push gift because she didn't give a baby. So I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I remember we talked about push gifts a long, long time ago. I'm like, damn. So what can't you get a gift for? It's like you're getting a gift for everything. Oh, like, shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but also, speaking of gifts, now I've had some ladies ask, uh, ask this on social media, like, what is the equivalent to getting a man flowers? What do you think that is? Like, if a woman was to get something for us, what what's the equivalent of Getting us flowers. Shit, give me some flowers. 
I want flowers. If I got to bring you flowers to your job or get them delivered to your job, do the same shit for me. If I got to get chocolate and flowers for you, give me some chocolate and fucking flowers. Shit. <laughs> I want that shit too. I've never had a woman give me flowers before. Give me some flowers. Bruh, I've never had a woman give me flowers. Things. I've never had a woman give me no damn gift for anything. You know what I'm saying? Shit. You know, give me some flowers so I can brag to these women at my job. Hey, I got me a lady that brought me some flowers. You know what I'm saying? I'll put it right down my desk so that way all the ladies be like, oh, who you got this flowers? My girl got this. Why you want to holler about your boyfriend, your fiance, your boyfriend? Hey, I got a motherfucker too, and they got me some flowers. I want to, I want to, shit, not out there, hell. Ladies, if y'all listen to buy some damn flowers. That's it. Or, or shit, buy something new, you know? If I say, if you want to buy me a cigar, buy me a cigar because I'm, I remember social media ripped the fuck out this one girl because she brought this man a cigar for the first time. I'm like, you know what? One thing we got to do, people, if you're going to do something, don't tell social media because social media are some miserable motherfuckers. I mean, I wish I would run across a woman to bring me a gift. Man, I would cuff her ass so fast. I was at the cigar shop last week, man, and I saw Shorty buying a pack of cigars. I'm like, I was asking her, like, are you smoking this? She's like, nah, these for my boot. I mean, she bought some special shits, too. I was looking at her. I was like, oh, so he bought them as a gift. She said, yeah, it was his birthday, and he likes to smoke a little. And I'm looking at him like, damn. I was low key just. I was like, she got a friend or a sister to do the same shit? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so to the question of, because I know a lot of men be asking, oh, do women break the bank? These women will break the bank for your ass. They out here. So don't settle for these bums that want to demand $200 dates and want to ask you for whatever the hell you want. But if they ain't no demo, they ain't going to do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Don't settle yeah. for them. You know? Don't settle for the ones that they feel like they all they got to do is just show up and look pretty. Nah, them ain't the ones you want. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if y'all out there, ladies, quit hiding because this day pool is trash. So quit hiding. We know we know it's trash, you know. So help us brothers out out here. And we will make it worth your while. Big facts. Yes, yes. So what you got planned for the podcast coming up this year? Uh shit. Interview more porn stars, I'm just kidding. Uh Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna come. The the goal is to get out of the habit of calling it a podcast, start calling it an actual show, branch out a little bit more, um, and hopefully, hopefully, find a way to get a TV deal or some kind of on some kind of streaming service app. Not Roku like that, because Roku is very easy. I'm talking about like a Tubi or a Crackle, one of those free apps. See how I can actually get my content up there. So um, this year, probably in the end of this year, middle of this year, you will see like a change in the No ID podcast. Um, I may go back to doing it in person. I have no idea because I'm not a COVID working. Um, that's the goal. The TV deal is going to be the goal. If it's a podcast network, that's great. But they got to know what they're going to be getting 
when they get with me in a podcast network. They don't touch you when you have dominatrices and foot fetish models up there. They don't fuck with you when you got shit like that. So mm. that's the goal. What about for you? Bruh, you, you, bruh, you already know the goal is also to travel more, to do more live shows. You know what I'm saying? I want to do more shows with NP. I want to go on plane and go do shows somewhere with people. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing this over a streaming service, you know, I want to be in person doing that. And I got the same rules, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have this podcast be the reason I can walk away from two jobs. That's the ultimate goal, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I want to be able to get paid from this thing, but it's coming. We just got to keep being consistent. But lastly, man, you got a dope platform. Get everybody out here on this. Why do people need to subscribe to the No ID podcast? Because you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> There's no judgment. I'm going to keep it real. I only, and I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not racist at all, but I only interview black content creators, black or brown content creators, plain and simple, because the algorithm theorem for us doesn't doesn't fall in our favor. So, No ID Podcast, if you're a listener, you're going to get jewels. If you're, uh, if you're a guest, you're going to get your flowers. Y'all's going to drop jewels as well, too. You all going to hear a different perspective. You don't know what you're going to get. And this is a different market that I'm tapping into. Like I I told my man Vic up here, I I promise you that you're going to, you may see, like I said, porn stars, dominatrix, foot fetish models. You may see some well-known names up there as well, too, but once you let you know these are everyday people man they they just chopping it up with me they bless me with it 30 minutes so you're gonna get those interviews man you're gonna get some you're gonna get a different perspective on what you actually uh what you fear you know what i mean that's real man i appreciate that man hey listen i've i had one porn star on that's episode 160 of look folks i'm trying to get some more porn stars on so if you want to join porn stars that want to pull it up and chop it up with your boy send them my way and also whenever you want to have me on remember i might be in florida but i'm just a dm away so whenever you're ready to have me on let's let's set that up man but i do appreciate you for coming on man say let's appreciate you having me on and i will definitely get you on that's my word as i'm actually wrapping up the last this last season actually uh season six so i'm going to season seven you definitely brought back on bro that's my word all right, let's do it, man. I'm looking forward to it. But I do appreciate you for coming on and blessing the Liquor Talk with your presence tonight. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening to Liquor Talk. Remember, the more you drink, the better we sound. Stay tapped in, whether it's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're going to get your podcast at. Also, remember, tap in on YouTube as well. We are taking over for the 22 and the 23. So until the next time, we out this thing. Be easy, y'all. Be easy.